0: <laughs> I'm here with the doc. It's Fitmaster the Doc. Another Monday. Another Monday of uh, how our best, our best, uh, we're being our best us and the best us we can be. That's pretty good. That's, That's a pretty, pretty good version of us. We're trying to be the best version of ourselves without being beta males. Well, you're just still flying high off your father's day, right? I had a great Father's Day. Yeah, I mean, I ate a lot of steak and salmon and uh, and um, corn on the cob. So yeah, it was good. Plus, I had some Haagen Dazs ice cream. Mm. So life is good when there's Haagen Dazs ice cream there. I don't think I had bourbon though. Whatever. Anyway, okay, so we did watch the fights on uh, Saturday. We're going to talk about them right now. Um, let's let's go right to the the the, the main event. Dan, Dan, 50k e, e gay. Dan, 50k e gay. Yeah, I guess that rhymes. That's why he did it. You know what I was surprised about
1: what? was uh, there's still no one in the stadium. Yeah, they didn't do that one.
0: There's well, there, still, is, there is on some, and on the but others. not
1: in Vegas. It must be something about Vegas. We're doing, yeah, the Apex. I don't know. Yeah, they're still doing why. it in their smaller octagon Apex, which I found interesting because they've had some yeah. big events. Yeah, I don't know. So, haven't quite. Completely got out of that
0: yet for the UFC. I thought Vegas would because I thought Nevada was a like had a lot of common sense in that state, but maybe not. The Strip. I've heard from people I know that have
1: gone there said it's just crazy as ever. So it's funny they don't have live events. I wonder why. Maybe they got some deal or they just don't have the space for it yet. Okay. Anyway. so uh, Anyway.
0: Let's talk about the um, the uh, Korean Zombie versus Danny. First of all, let me just say. If you're watching this Korean zombie, why don't you like me? He doesn't like me. And I, I could never figure out why. I think I think there must have been something in the translation once, and I was talking to him about kimchi, which is one of my favorite dishes. And we didn't talk much more, but then the next time I saw him, we like shared a dressing room for one of the fights. I don't remember who, which one of my guys was fighting and i don't even know if he was fighting i think one of his teammates was fighting but he was in the dress room and he was like he was like mad dogging me the whole time i was i kept like saying what's the matter with you what and i tried to talk to him and he's not very you know bilingual so he didn't understand maybe but he just seemed like he was mad at me so if you're watching uh korean zombie what's up man quit big league me but anyway okay so let's talk about the fight um I think I think that um the Korean zombie, he thinks he's gonna beat um Max Holloway because he has a lot more power. I don't know about that with with Max Holloway, but he did have more power than Danny gay, and I think that was what I think that was the deciding factor of the fight. Both when they put their hands on each other to grapple. Or when they were swinging their hands, I think that even though they both had really good uh, game plans, I thought, and they both were similar in in almost everything, I think the Korean zombie's punching power and physical strength is the reason that he won this fight. Yeah, I didn't see what the cards actually were. Did you see what it came down to? I think it was. I think it was like four to one. Four four rounds of one. Yeah, like, and maybe one of the judges saw had it get three to three chance. to two. I think you're right. So
1: so I, I, that's fair. I, I thought Danny Igase was in the fight. He was. Yeah, and then especially in the last round. Was it the last round? He was going to the body. Yeah, and so he opened him up and had some more chance in the last round. Yeah, but that was you know I think the decision went the way it was supposed to.
0: Yeah, and it definitely was not going to be fight of the night, but it was definitely competitive and uh, and it showed that they're both really good. It's just I think that uh, that Korean zombie. I think he just had too much power and, and strength. Power by power, I mean, punching power, and and strength meant in the clinches and the grappling exchanges. So nobody was close to uh, a knockout or anything, but it was a, it was a good competitive fight. Um, somewhat, it wasn't one sided. You know, like almost knocking him out. But I think, I think watching the fight, even if you're not a, a fight, a, you know, aficionado, I think you knew that Korean Zombie won. He dictated the fight. He did, especially on the ground. Yeah, yeah. So he won that fight. It wasn't an amazing main event, but it was it was good. It was yeah, it shows that he belongs a little higher on the list, and that Dan Ige definitely belongs in that top ten. But, but I don't know. After that performance. I think you'd have to pick up the pump up the volume a little bit if he wants to take it to the next level. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they came into that fight that way. Yeah, wasn't he ranked a little higher than he, Yeah, I think he was. Yeah, yeah. So, so the next one down we're going to talk about is uh, let's talk about Olenek against uh, Spivak. He um, was uh, it was basically um, Spivak just being able to get out of uh, olenek's way uh, avoid as much of the the clinching as he could and when he got in clinched um which olenek is just a master at that and he's a master at submissions so he was able to get away i mean i don't think i saw him in in threatened seriously by any submission i think olenek grabbed his arm his neck a few times in different from different angles trying for one of his crazy chokes, uh, including he did try the Ezekiel once, but he just wasn't getting him, you know. Um, So um, I think he was just outmoved and outpunched by uh, Spivak, but uh, he's still dangerous as shit at 40. Like, he's like 45 almost, Olenek. He's, He's dangerous as shit, and Spivak knew that. But he was able to keep him away, and he won a, I think it was a pretty one-sided decision because Olenek was just chasing him around trying to grab him, and basically Spivak was basically punching him in the face. He did end up on the ground a couple of times, and Spivak was able to uh, weather the storm and get back to his feet. So so where do you think the sweet spot
1: is for these older fighters? Do you think the heavyweight have better chance when, the, when they're a little older?
0: Yeah, or that's always,
1: What weight class do you think favors the older guys? It's a,
0: it's definitely uh, the heavier guys because because the the older guy first thing to go is speed, and that's the that's the least that the heavyweights have. Last thing to to go is is punching punching well, power. That's a heavyweight, and he, heavyweights have a lot of that. So it it just like with George Foreman in boxing, I thought he fought. Uh, I think he fought like you know competitively through most of his forties, if I'm not mistaken, and he still knocked people out. Um, and then there's uh Roberto Duran, I think he won a title at forty some so but Sugar Ray Leonard, I think his career was over a lot younger because he was all about speed. So when his speed went, you know, so did his career, and Roy Jones, you know. He's also so skilled and so good with his defense. But I think when his speed started going, his career wasn't nearly as good as it was back in the day. So, yeah. And then we got, speaking of power, let's go right to this one. Matt Brown,
1: the immortal. That's
0: why I brought up the H, because Matt Brown's, I think he said he's 40, right? 40, yeah, something like that, yeah. Um, He fought Diego Lima. Um... Man, he um just he just he was coming forward. They're both landing with leg kicks, so they're both going to be limping today. Um, uh, Lima was landing with calf kicks, and Matt Brown was landing with thigh kicks. Both of them look really good, both powerful. Went back and forth. It, it was pretty close, but. Throughout the first round, I think it ended in the second.
1: Yeah, second round. Uh,
0: throughout the first, Matt Brown faked and 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 threw some some low shots, low jab, low right hand. You know, kind of kind of threatening with the, with it with a double leg. You know, by feinting, and somewhere during the second round, he he came in with a low a low right hand, came back, couple punches. Then he went in for a low right hand, but he instead he threw an overhand right, landed it right on the right on the chin, and fight was over. Lima got knocked out. Yeah, I think he got a bonus for that. Pretty sure he he definitely got a performance bonus. I would think. Yeah, that yeah I'm pretty was... sure he did. So fake low, go high. One of our main main uh, uh, techniques as part of our curriculum is. Fake low, go high. Well, it works. Yeah, it works, and this is what knocked out. Uh, um, that's what knocked out uh, um, Lima and and Matt Brown. Still has that punching power at forty. He's not really fast. He's not really agile. He's not really you know something that's going to go with 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 age. He's a fucking the immortal. He just walks in, and when, if he hits you on the chin, you're going down. Doesn't matter if he's you know 20, 30, or forty. And he touched him on the chin, and he went down. And it was it was a beautiful, beautiful knockout. Um, and Matt Brown is here, the immortal, and he's selling coffee now. So it's pretty pretty impressive, guy. He's got to have a plan, man. He's forty. Yeah. <laughs> like the, the next steps. Yeah. Yeah. You got some? You got yeah. some question? Yeah, Alex. Alex is. Uh, yeah, I think I think that um, Spivak is going to be really good. I think he's going to make. A lot of improvements and get a lot better. Um, he just looked really good. His punching was really sharp, and his movement was good. And he, I mean, he survived Olenek's a few a few submissions. He got out of, which was very impressive because a lot of people don't get don't get out of, you know, Olenek's uh, submission attempt. So good for him. I think he's going places. Before before we have to go,
1: I want to talk about one because another doctor stoppage. Okay. This was on the prelims. This was uh, Murata, the female fight. Murata against, I don't know how you say her name. Well, Verna, whatever. Verna.
0: Her name is Verna.
1: Verna against Murata. So we had to go back and watch this because this got stopped for another elbow dislocation. We just saw one of these from an arm bar. That's what happens when you go too far. So an elbow dislocation. We went back and watched it, and she got her arm tied up in round one. But then she looked okay, and they went into round two, and she looked okay. She was moving, and her arm was working. And then, did you see what happened? She threw a punch, and she her threw, elbow dislocated. She threw a
0: straight right hand that missed. Then she brought back her arm, and instantly she dropped it. And you could tell something was severely wrong. And she tried to fight with one arm; she didn't throw this at all. It was went like four more minutes though. Yeah, <laughs> this happened. This happened at one minute mark. So she even tried for takedown, but she was only using her her front arm, which was her right arm, and her left arm was just dangling there. And I'm wondering why the referee didn't check on it. I want because everybody noticed it. The the announcers were talking about it. I don't know why her corner didn't throw in a towel. Um, but it looked pretty bad. And then she went back to the corner after the second round. Obviously the doctor ran in, checked it. it was, it's totally dislocated. So they uh so they stopped this. So she lost. She was losing anyway. And to be honest, um, um, it looked like she was going to lose. She just she was being beaten everywhere. And it looked like she was much smaller, much weaker than her opponent. And she was just getting out everything. Then she ended up with a dislocated Well, yeah, elbow. you might
1: see a dislocated elbow with like a spinning technique or someone overextending their elbow with like a spinning technique or an armbar. Mostly but throwing a straight right. That's or straight to be right. honest.
0: To be honest, when I've I've hurt my arm, my elbow over my years, never severely, never dislocated, but I've hyperextended it and just hurt missing it just by missing a straight right. But you she had have got that elbow damage she in her. And yeah. it must
1: have popped out and even popped back in again, and then she was good. So was tough. crazy.
0: So tough the fact that I'm not trying to rag on other sports, but These big, huge, strong looking guys, they get a little cramp or they get a little sprained ankle and they're laying on the court crying like a baby and they're getting carried out with it, with it, with a gurney like they're in the fucking Iwo Jima and they're being carried out by the fucking infantry medics, but they just sprained their ankle. This lady dislocated her elbow and fought for four more minutes. And then when they stopped it, she cried because she, she wanted to keep fighting. She wanted to keep fighting with one arm. Yeah. That was there issue. was no was quitting. Like, they didn't carry her in the fucking stretcher and shit, like, like she was a wounded fucking vet and shit. She wanted to keep fighting. Unlike you just look at those two sports, you go, seriously? Are those are they made the same? No, they're not. These people are fighters and, and they they will not quit or be carried off. Unless they actually can't walk. Not because it hurts a little, or they have a cramp. but
1: The only problem I have with this, really, honestly, is... Come on, we know who the refs are. We know who the fighters are. They don't talk about the doctor enough. Who is the doctor? Who is that? You probably know him. No. They should be announcing it. as He comes in and stops the fight. Doctor stoppage.
0: Best best stoppage of the night.
1: What the who? just says doctor stoppage.
0: Well, Dr. Davidson... Is in charge of all the doctors in the uh, in um, in the UFC. He's like oversees all the docs. So I don't think they get I, they have an ortho guy, but I think he's back at the office. I don't think he comes out to all. He might come out to all I the think fights. Any now. doctor
1: could have seen the elbow. Isn't I sure? know, but I
0: think I think there's an ortho. I think honestly, Doctor Davidson, the UFC takes such good care of its fighters. During every fight, the head doctor's there. I know that for a fact. He's an ER doc by, by trade. And then there's an orthopedic surgeon and a plastic surgeon there to do the stitching. So they take really good care of their fighters. Like when people, oh, the fight, UFC does, yeah, UFC takes, I mean, like, they take such good care they of their get fighters.
1: All kinds of harassment now over fighter pay, though, right? Yeah, they get
0: mm-hmm. fighter pay, but they don't, don't see what they put into this. No other promotion has a ER doc. Orthopedic surgeon and a fucking plastic surgeon, right there at ringside during every fight. So anyway, I all mean, right. Well, Dr. anyway, Doctor Stoppage, best Dr. Stoppage, Dr. stoppage of the night. All right. That's yeah. You could be that guy. What, and why don't they call uh, it like when it's the referee? They'll like argue with the referee or say he made a great call. They don't do that with the duck. No. He's anonymous. He's anonymous. You he just
1: you just like a ref. You want to be just no one talking about. He's it. a you ghost. Should, you he's, just a ghosting.
0: he's ghosting. He's ghosting him. Maybe
1: right. he's big-leagin'. What's uh, what's coming up on the docket? Well, I don't know. Is, is it Glover fighting next week? Glover's it... Fri- No, <laughs> Glover's
0: fighting soon, though. When are you going out there? I'm going out there uh, sometime in, in July. Oh, and, coming up. And then we're going to Florida in August. Sweet. All so, right, so we got an yeah. upcoming uh, Volkov fight. Yeah, Gain versus Gain. Is it Gain? Ghani? What is it? Oh, and then... What? Uh, look at that. Wait. Warrior McGregor's fighting. And that's the card, right? That's, that's the... July 10th. Okay.
1: No, and then you're way off here in the distance. Yeah, where? There it is. And then, but there's no to right. be September 4th, it says. And it
0: doesn't, but don't it doesn't know say where. where. Don't know where. Don't know where you're flying to yet. Oh well. All right. All right, guys. We'll keep keep this going. If you got any questions that you want me the doc to answer, personally message me. Don't put it in the comments. Personally message me. Thanks. All right. All right see you guys.